Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Spy Point Pod. Welcome to the Spy Point Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Stevens, and I'm joined today by Kurt McAllister, National Outdoors Manager for Toyota. And we're going to talk about some really cool topics specific to Toyota, the outdoor industry, and the road trips giveaway that Spy Point has going on right now. So with that said, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. This just helps everybody follow us and stay up to date with all the content that we have going on. So with that said, Kurt, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. How's it going up there in Detroit right now? Uh, it's it's great. It's actually starting to feel a little bit fallish up here now. The, the leaves are starting to turn, so that means uh, hunting season is just around the corner. Nice. You know, I had to travel to New York, Buffalo for work yesterday, and it was like just the weather was completely different from down here in the south already. The sun was still out, but there was a little chill in the air up there. There is. Yeah, this is uh, if, if you like the seasons and you, you, you appreciate uh, states like Michigan. So, yeah, uh, most of my colleagues live in the Dallas area and they're still combating 90 degree temperatures. And <laughs> Absolutely. Whatever, whatever I share my climate with them, they just kind of cringe a little bit going, OK, well, yeah. They said, I've, I've heard enough. I don't feel sorry for you at all. <laughs> no, not at all. No, they feel sorry for us in February when we're like two feet of snow. That's about this, it. This is very true. This is very true. Well, listen, Kurt, you know, tell us a little bit about your background um, with Toyota. Just, you know, and, and Toyota has such a strong relationship with the outdoor industry, whether it be hunting or fishing. And so just let's give everybody a little bit of flavor about, again, you specifically and then the tie-in with Toyota and the relationship between, you know, you and that organization. Sure. So I've actually been with Toyota for about 14 years. Um, so I'm the Midwest Public Relations Manager, along with being the National Outdoor Writer, so uh, Outdoor Writers Manager. And what that encompasses, I, I essentially handle media relations and PR in the Heartland and the Great Lakes states. Okay. So as far west as Dakota's, as far south as Tennessee. And uh, so I, I deal with a, a variety of media, be it business media or, or automotive review writers. But about nine years ago, I uh, inherited the outdoor realm uh, from a gentleman. His name was Mike Walker, who was kind of a legendary PR guy in the outdoor space. Uh, he introduced me uh, to the outdoor writer world um, because he knew that I liked to hunt, I liked to fish. Mm -hmm. And so when he moved on, it was kind of a natural succession. So I started working with a lot of these outdoor groups. And today I... I interact with 13 of them, wow. uh, national, uh, regional and state-based organizations. And, uh, yeah, it just, it kind of fits into the whole, um, uh, mantra that Toyota is all about, has always been about the environment. Uh, you know, even going back 20 years when we introduced the, the Prius, our hybrid, all about, again, part of our sustainment message, but, you know, we believe in being part of the fabric of the communities that we serve. And we believe, of course, the environment is, is, it's, it's a much better, a much bigger environment. And so because of that, we are involved in such national initiatives as National, national Public Lands Day, which is coming up on September 25th, uh, National Hunting and Fishing Day, which is actually coming up on the 25th as well of this month. Uh, we're working with a, um, an African-American um, uh, medium gentleman down in, in the Kansas City area. His name is Wayne Hubbard, and he puts on a weekend-long um, fishing ex expedition for families of, of color. And nice. so in this case... In this case, many of uh, you know some of these families of diversity are being introduced to, to fishing for the first time ever. The first time they bait a hook, or even reeling a even a sunfish or a bluegill. That's awesome. It's a big gill. So a huge it, deal. It's 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 small it's small projects like that um, that that make it all worthwhile. Uh, even our colleagues down to West Virginia 
has started working with the West Virginia DNR on a pollinator program. As, as we know, a lot of the 40% of all the natural pollinators in the United States are, are, are dying out, you know, the bees and the butterflies. And so they're doing workshops with some of the people down in the Kanawha Valley to try to plant some of these, um, these plants will attract some of these pollinators and of course help the farmers. So, you know, we're all over the place in terms of uh, the environmental space from that to Bass Masters. But again, uh, it's, it's all going towards a, a larger cause, which of course is environmental sustainment and, and preserving our world. Absolutely. And you know, that, that's such a great cause. It's more than just getting out and hunting and fishing. It's these other wraparound types of programs that I think sometimes go to the wayside in, in organizations like Toyota that are willing to tackle those bigger issues that, you know, a lot of times, Curtis, you know, these are longer term type of projects. They don't, you don't have a start and a finish line in 12 months. These are right. longer term downstream type of initiatives, but have huge impact and implications to the environment and to our industry. So again, kudos to you and to the organization for really you know, jumping in and, and, you know, grabbing that by the horns and, and embracing it. So, sure. you know, it, Toyota it obviously does more than just that. There's, you know, other programs. So let's talk a little bit about some of these other programs that Toyota does, such as scholarships and or, you know, things that you guys do and get really involved in for, you know, students and other individuals. Sure. So uh, about eight years ago, one of the executives from the Association of Great Lakes Outdoor Writers, or GLOW, as we love and refer to them, um, came to us and, uh, and said, listen, if you look around to some of these outdoor writer groups, um, we're getting a little long in the tooth and we could need, need some help in terms of reinvigorating and maybe bringing some new blood in. I remember visiting some of the state-based organizations and I, I was in my late forties at the time. I'd walk in the room and I was by far the youngest person in the room. And when you start doing the math, that yeah. doesn't bode well for the future of these, these outdoor writer groups. So a GLOW said, hey, listen, can we start some sort of scholarship program so we can use that money to uh, pay for the registration, travel accommodation for maybe some up and coming journalist or someone from uh, conservation or maybe an influencer, introduce them to not only our organization, but the outdoor world. Yep. And that, and since that time, those eight years um, is now, uh, it's kind of moved on to seven of the 13 outdoor gr groups that I, I, I work with and interact with. And the Glow Conference is coming up next week, and I will be giving out my uh, somewhere between my 85th and my 90th scholarship. Wow! Uh, to to some outdoor and, and very worthy um, young people who are excited about the outdoors. So we feel in a small way that we've kind of reinvigorated some of these organizations. And what we thought at first was going to be a mentorship became a 360 mentorship. So we thought bringing these people in and introducing them to these seasoned veterans. Well, that's great. But of course, a lot of these seasoned veterans aren't real astute when it comes to social media. That's yeah. where a lot of these influencers do. So now they've taught some of these more veteran reporters and outdoor writers how to amplify their own efforts through YouTube, through TikTok. Yeah. So it's, it's really become a beautiful partnership all the way around. That's nice. And you know what? Um, it, we all have to evolve and to change. And, you know, I, I, my co-host and I for, you know, the show that we do, I mean, I think back 10, 15 years ago, and some of the things that we did and, you know, what you do now are so different in just that 10 year period of time to be relevant, to stay in touch with your audience. And so good job for, you know, really incorporating those two to audiences to keep everything going and moving forward. It's been our pleasure. And some of those early scholarship recipients of eight years ago have really become rock stars in the outdoor world. So, 
you know, we, we aren't taking full credit, but we, we did give him a little bit of a nudge and a little bit of support. <laughs> hey, so yeah. Take a lot of credit, Kurt. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a, it's a, it's a team effort. It really Absolutely. is. And, uh, and I, and I applaud all the groups that actually have kind of glommed down to the scholarship idea of, uh, of again, bringing new blood into an organization that, that needs new blood. Sure. Okay. Outstanding. So let's shift gears a little bit about uh, to a topic that is near and dear to my heart and to a lot of our listeners who, you know, are part of the Insiders Club. And if you're not part of the Spy Point Insiders Club, I highly encourage you to go to spypoint.com forward slash Insiders Club and learn about it. There's so many different benefits that you get, including being able to be entered into this amazing giveaway that Spy Point um, has going on. And Toyota is partnering with Spy Point this year with the Tundra Crew Max, which is an amazing truck as part of that giveaway. So Kurt, talk a little bit first about the Tundra Crew Max and what that truck is. And then we can then talk a little bit about more of this giveaway and just this amazing you know, process that uh, Spy Point has going on. Sure. So yeah, the Tundra is, is, is our full-size truck offering and it competes against vehicles such as F-150, Silverado, uh, Ram series. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a truly American made truck. It's, it was designed at our, our, uh, our studios in, in, in Michigan and, and assembled down in San Antonio. So, uh, you know, we sell, we sell about 125,000 tundras a year. Um, wow. And again, it, it, the, the loyalty of this, this truck is amazing. You know, we're, we're certainly not in the, the top three in terms of total truck sales because of, you know, the, the American history of the, of the domestics, but we're very proud of this truck. And uh, I must, I'm amazed by when I go to some of these outdoor conferences, I'll walk the, I'll purposely walk the parking lot to see what's parked outside. And I see a lot of Tundras Absolutely. and it's got, you know, it's, it's got, it's got the horsepower. It's got the, uh, it's got the ability to go off road and it could tow up to 13,000 pounds. So that's, that's a couple of trailers and it's certainly a bass boat. So, um, you know, we're very proud of this vehicle where it sits in the outdoor space. And again, we can't be more than we, we're very proud to be part of this five point project. That's outstanding. Yeah, I can tell you, listen, um, my first truck was a Toyota Tacoma. Um, it was at that time a 1997 extra cab, four cylinder, and that thing ran to, you know, to the wheels fell off. And then uh, I had another Toyota Tacoma and then bought my son a Tacoma and my, my other son a full runner. So I'm a believer in, in to Toyota products and trucks and, you know, uh, they're just amazing vehicles and, and run forever. Yeah, the, uh, the Tacoma it's really got a, a quite strong following. It's <laughs> it's hard to find one right now, either new or used. And oh, it's crazy. Yeah, the thing about Tacoma, the beauty of they're they're not pavement princesses. You know, most people buy the the TRD off road packages, so they they take them down Deer Pass, they take them duning, they take them down the riverbanks. It's it's a fun truck for the outdoor enthusiast. No, there's no question about that. No question. So listen again. I just want to remind everybody to go to spypoint.com forward slash insiders club. Go learn about the program. Go learn about this giveaway. Make sure that you, you become part of it because that's really the only way to you know, be entered and to win this amazing giveaway. And I'm not sure if you followed us last year with Spy Point and the giveaway that we had with the truck trailer side by side and just Spy Point's trying to do things in the industry that nobody else is doing. And then just type of giveaway is just really second to none. So absolutely take your time and do that. And the other thing I just want to, you know, everybody that's listening, if you got some pictures and comments of some of the, you know, Tundras or Tacomas or Forerunners that you guys are running right now, hey, comment right now, send a picture in the comment section and, and see what uh, 
we, that way we can see what you guys got going on because I know, listen, um, you know, I put cool wheels, tires, or so many different things and you can do to these products and uh, these trucks and make them look amazing. But most importantly, Kurt, you know, they run like a champ. Yep. Yep. And uh, do you still have your original Tacoma or did you? I, 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 I don't, I sold, I, let's see. I, I sold, I sold the first one in 24 hours. Like yep. just people begging for it. I had a 2006 and I had a hundred and something thousand miles. And I took really good care of it. And I long and short of it over an eight year period, it cost me $5,000 for that vehicle. I literally made yep. money, um, yep. you know, with it. And um, I sold it within 24 hours. And mm -hmm. so right now my son's uh, Tacoma, I'm like, look, we got to take care of this thing. You know, it's got over 100,000 miles, but there's no way I'm selling it. <laughs> you know, when people tell me the stories about rolling 100,000, 200,000, my response is always, well, it's just broken in. Exactly. I mean, there, there's, there's no reason that our vehicles, be them passenger cars or trucks, can't go a half a million miles. In fact, um, there's a statistic we use quite often that 80% uh, of the vehicles sold in the last 20 years are still on the road today. And there's That's no amazing. other automaker. There's no other automaker that can match that kind of dependability or longevity. And I and I believe it. And you know, my other son, you know, I bought him a, a 2015 Full Runner, and we did a little lift on it, and you know, some not not crazy tires, and it, it looks really tight. It's such a good vehicle, and I bought it with 110,000 miles. And I told him, look, right. you're driving this through high school and through college, and for the first couple of years of your life, and just if you take care of them. Yep. They, they look great and they'll last forever. So again, yep. um, I'm a huge believer of the, you know, production, you know, team that we work with, he's had a, a Toyota, you know, Tundra for a lot of years and we've taken a lot of road trips in the Tundra and it's just obviously a, a little different ride than the Tacoma. It's a little sure. more comfortable, yep. bigger, but just yep. two different applications, but again, another amazing vehicle. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. We're, we're very proud of our truck lineup. Absolutely. So what specific to the, the, the Tundra crew max this year, are there any specific features, any things to the motor, to the suspension, anything that you guys are doing now, or what's, what, what's in the future? What are some of the sure. things you can talk about that might <laughs> yeah. be on the, on the horizon for Toyota from a performance standpoint? Sure. So, so with the, the 2021 uh, Tundra um, it's really kind of a carryover from last couple of years. And again, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Yep. Amen. Uh, so if anything, we've, we've added more safety technology, but ironically um, Tundra is about to get a facelift. So there's an all new Tundra coming out. Literally uh, it's going to debut in the next couple of weeks uh, nationally. And it's going to be a quantum leap over even this worthy predecessor. Wow. And we think, we think that we're going to be, you know, we're going to be right there with the competition in terms of um, being formidable. I uh, can't tell you a whole lot about it. The styling's more aggressive. It's more refined. We've got more tech involved. Uh, but again, we have not lost sight of what makes a truck owner a truck owner. You know, we, we, we cater to the tradesmen as much as we do the urban cowboys. So um, again, stay tuned. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about Tundra in the next couple of weeks. And we're really excited. We're very excited at Toyota. Man, that's that. I, listen, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, what that's going to look like. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, will be excited about that, too. So uh, stay tuned. What, what will be some of the places that people could go once this stuff hits, uh, be able to follow and, and, you know, know what's with some of the new changes? Sure. Uh, we actually have a, a media site called 
toytonewsroom.com. Okay. okay. And it's it is, it's public domain. So actually, you don't need a password. You can actually be anybody and just go on and, and find out the latest, greatest news from Toyota or Lexus. So, uh, yeah. So if you go to toytonewsroom.com, you learn all about the new Tundra and get to see images and get to see B-roll. And so, yeah, we we have a lot of folks who know it's coming. We've got a lot of hand, early hand raisers. You know, our dealerships have been inundated with questions and, and early orders. So uh, we can't wait for it to hit market. I'd say, and when do, you, when do you anticipate it will hit market? Uh, somewhere probably around first quarter of next year. Okay, um, okay. But, but again, it will be built down in San Antonio. And uh, like I said, it's, uh, we're, just, we're just rolling out the last of the 21s and getting ready for 22. And uh, it'll be a cause for celebration because we think the truck is that good. That's outstanding. <clears throat> That's outstanding. I can't wait. So let's, let's talk a little bit about hunting. Kerr, what do you got planned this fall? Do you hunt? local do you take any trips you know what's on the agenda for you yeah so uh, i don't hunt as much as i used to so uh I, I did a lot more more hunting in my 20s and my 30s i do have some high school buddies they'll take me out and i've, I've got a i've got a mossberg 12 gauge i've had for a better part of 35 years okay like my dad gave it to me my dad nice. traded a, a beat up snowmobile for the for the 12 gauge <laughs> i think we got the best part of the deal on that yep. but uh but uh, I, I, I shoot more skeet these days than okay. I probably do uh, to birds. I used to, my dad used to take me out pheasant hunting and, and, and maybe shooting some pats. But, you know, I'm, I'm still more engaged in fishing. Okay. Uh, so I've, I've got three sons I kind of introduced to fishing, be it pan fishing or bass fishing. And, you know, it's, uh, I enjoy that. It's, uh, you, you, don't, you don't realize what a mortal bass fisherman you are until you go to some of these tournaments. So, just a couple of weeks ago on Lake St. Clair, we had the Bassmasters came in for the amateur team championships. And there was over 200 teams. And these guys roll up with their bags of bass and they're all four and five pounds. I'm thinking, I feel good about a two and a half pounder, you know? <laughs> so I had a lot of bass envy that day going, Sure. <clears throat> these guys are serious fishermen. I mean, they're not the Kevin Van Dams of the world, but they're just as passionate. So, you know, that's what I love about the outdoor world is, is, is the folks who gravitate for, towards the hooks and the bullets. And, um, it's, 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 it's a wonderful environment. It really is. You know, I've, I've got two boys as well and, um, and, an, and an older daughter and she, she'll fish a little bit, but they do love to hunt, but more importantly, they love to fish and, you know, whether it be freshwater or soft or uh, saltwater, you know, do some offshore intercoastal, but bass fishing, they absolutely love it. And, you know, my, my middle son was on the high school fishing team and oh, yeah. it was a big deal. And they, yeah. they traveled and you could see the talent of a lot of these young men and just the passion that they had and how competitive these tournaments were. And, you know, I traveled around with them, you know, a little bit for a few years and, um, you know, and he loved it. And it was a great experience. And, you know, you have then those that want to take it to the next level and you have some colleges that actually have, you know, fishing programs and some scholarships, um, just like a sport, which I think is great. So, there is an avenue for young people to, you know, pursue whether it be through school or not through school to continue that passion. Yeah, it's 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 amazing that uh, you know I've got friends who work at Montevallo University. I mean, they, of course, they're the defending national champs for 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 bass fishing at the collegiate level. But uh, I ran into some young man at a at a fly fishing um, expo a couple of years ago from the University of Wisconsin Madison. Yep. And they say up at uh, UW Madison, they're the fourth most popular team. There's 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 football, basketball, hockey, and then the fishing. when the guys wear when the guys wearing their fishing jackets around the campus, it really catches attention because you know anybody goes that lives up in Wisconsin or even the Great Lakes region, we we all appreciate fishing and, and love fishing. 
That's outstanding. That's outstanding. So, you know, again, uh, I I think it's a matter of, you know, taking and thinking about all the things that Toyota does in the hunting and and, and fishing and and other platforms. So is there anything else, you know, that we could we can show people and, and get them to learn more about Toyota, any other platforms, social media things that, you know, people can follow and investigate to be able to just learn more about what's happening with Toyota specific to the outdoor industry? Sure. Um, in terms of the outdoor industry, again, toyotanewsroom.com. Uh, we do have an environmental tab uh, that focuses not not only what we do in the, in, the, in the enthusiast space, but also what we do environmentally. Um, so you can always find more things about that. We are, we are tied to, to Bassmasters. So if you go to a Bassmasters tournament or a Major League Fishing League uh, tournament, we are all over the place in terms of static displays and signage. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we are a company that doesn't pound on our chest a whole lot. It's, it goes back to our Japanese culture that while we promote, uh, we don't promote, mm-hmm. you know, too vigorously. Sure. So uh, we let people, other people kind of do the talking for us. But again, yeah, if you go up there and, and we have a page, we have a YouTube channel. We are all over Twitter and, and Facebook and, and Instagram. So there are things to be found. Uh, but again, uh, you know, again, we use organizations like Bassmasters and, National Public Lands Day to kind of do the bragging for us. Gotcha. Okay. All good. All good. Listen, and the, the, the name Toyota speaks for itself. Anybody that's owned a Toyota or known somebody that has had a Toyota, whether it be a truck or a car, knows just how reliable the quality of the product and just the longevity of it. Um, and, and then when you get to some of the, you know, the higher end cars and some of the features that, you know, in the luxury side of things too. So, um, you know, Toyota has it figured out, and I think people will be very excited about, you know, what's coming specific to the Tundra and, you know, what it has to offer this year. So, yep. listen, I just, again, want to take a moment and, you know, encourage everybody to go to the Spy Point Insiders Club, um, spypoint.com forward slash insiders club. Go to the website, check out the club, get entered to win so you can be part of this amazing you know, giveaway, you know, that, that Spy Point is doing and partnering, you know, with um, Toyota and just hashtag hunting rig road trip. Again, hashtag hunting rig road trip, and you'll be able to follow and touch base on all that information. So, Kurt, I can't thank you enough today for, you know, introducing us to Toyota, some of your background and all the things that that organization has going on for the outdoor industry. My pleasure, Brian. Thank you for the time and the opportunity. Absolutely. So last reminder, everybody, you know, just remember to rate, review, subscribe wherever you're consuming, you know, content specific to, you know, the the social media platforms. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and and join us for our next uh, podcast that we've got coming soon.